Welcome to the Calpar Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Terrence, and with me is my co-host, Jason, calling in for the Backhaven in Indianapolis. Jason, are you my good man? Hey, man, I'm doing really good. It's always good that we come to this time every week to record another episode of our favorite podcast. So I'm ready to get into it, bro. Got three good topics as usual. Let's go. Yes, sir. It's episode 72 of the Calpar Bros Podcast. For the uninitiated, Calpar Bros is the podcast to hear. We are a weekly podcast for fans of sports, current events, and entertainment. And as always, we are your hosts, Terrence and Jason. And every single Thursday, we come to you with a brand new episode where we discuss the current events of the day, sports, and the athletes we love. And even some of the athletes we love. No matter the topic, you can expect a brutally honest and fun exchange of snark while learning through the lens of our 30 years of friendship that originated in Calumet Park, Illinois. And folks, for more Cal Park Bros content, make sure you connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok under the handle Cal Park Bros or Cal Park Bros Podcast for more behind the scenes of the show and just engage with us every single day. But do not forget, the Cal Park Bros Podcast is available to listen to and subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts. Like us, love us, share us, follow us. And folks, if you like us, hell, why doing you? And like Terrence said, we are the podcast to hear and watch. So make sure you're living it, loving it, and doing it. Yes, sir. All right. We're going to kick off the show, first segment. Let's get into this uh, Biden administration student loan cancellations, dog. I mean, for once, for once in a politician's life, they actually made good on a campaign promise, Jason. Yeah, but not everybody likes it, though. I Listen, so this broke, I want to say, literally last Wednesday, um, or Thursday, rather, um, that a student, some version of the student loan um, package was going to be effectively canceled. Um, and this is pretty much... This is all on the Biden administration making this judgment call. Um, up to $10,000 for those who qualify. Um, and if you got, I believe, any Pell Grant money during your time in college, you're uh, you're up to twenty dollars um, in, in federal uh, student loan forgiveness. So... To Jason's point, not everybody likes it. And I'll start by saying, frankly, I don't give a damn. Uh, uh, especially if you're somebody that's been up up until COVID when a lot of these loans were effectively put in suspended animation. They were effectively suspended. You, they weren't incurring any more interest. If you had been paying your student loans faithfully, let's say the last five years, the last 10 years, whatever. Dog, you've done your time, okay? You know, you're in your, your 30s, your 40s. In some cases, these poor, these poor schmucks, and I'm, and I'm saying it's one of those poor schmucks, uh, and you've done your time, and you've, and you've paid into the system, and you've, you've, you've kept the balance up to date. I'm like, okay, you don't have to prove anything anymore. And I think it's a step in the right direction. It's not a hundred percent debt cancellation, not uh, not debt cancellation, but federal student loan debt cancellation. 
Um, and more importantly, there's actually something in there about, well, if you make a certain amount of money anyway, well, you're not going to qualify. This is meant for a majority of individuals that frankly would be saddlebagged um, if they were to take, if they were to effectively take this, this debt into the next uh, decade. Um, I think it's long overdue. I think it 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 signifies, you know, it's actually a win uh, for the Biden administration because it's something that they promised they'd do something about. Um, and it's actually a win for the economy. Now, you may not do a damn thing in the short term, but in the long term, you know, let's revisit these folks that, you know, maybe wanted to buy a house but couldn't because they were saddled with, you know, an extra 10 grand or 20 grand of student loan debt. For a lot of folks, that might be the difference between renting and buying or buying a, a, a townhome to buying a single family home. So that absolutely helps a lot of Americans. And that's why I'm a proponent of this, uh, even though I know a lot of folks gonna have something to say. Jason, what are some of your thoughts? So uh, as someone who finished college at a later age, uh, I, unfortunately still do have student loan debt. Um, so kind of a little bit of mixed emotions with this. Uh, from an individual standpoint, I had to say I was a little excited to get some of my student loans taken care of because per you know their, their qualifications, I would qualify for the 20 grand off. Um, now I will say also when it comes to that personal, I was a little disappointed obviously because you were thinking that, hey, no more student loans at all. We're done, taken care of, which, you know, hindsight being 2020, probably was a little ridiculous to think, to think that. Uh, so from that personal standpoint, yes, 20 grand, for me at least, coming off, provided, you know, I get it, would be, be pretty great. You still have to, you know, apply for it, stuff like that. Uh, I'm not sure if there's a, a cutoff when it comes to how many people are going to get that, you know, amount of money taken off. They haven't really announced that yet. The application hasn't even been released yet. So there is that. Now, I do have to say that the other side of this, which is where I said I was kind of torn, was so basically, according to an NPR article, Americans currently owe about $1.6 trillion in federal student loans. Now, again, all that's not getting canceled. But again, if everybody who owes that money is getting at least 10 grand, there's 43 million, 43 million borrowers do the math. So that's a lot of money that, that the government's losing out on. I mean, the Department of Education, that's still part of the government. So my thought on that is, and this some people may think this is kind of conspiracy theorist in me, the government's going to get that money back somehow, right? They're not going to start missing, you know, say we'll say half a trillion bucks, whatever it is. They're gonna get their money back. Just just like just like when they give out all those, you know, stimulus checks, all of a sudden things started going up in inflation, right? 
So that was kind of my other thing. And obviously that's one of the concerns with other people is that the pro- that the cost of all this stuff is going to fall back on everyone else, even people who didn't even get student loans or, or people, you know, stuff like that. So from that perspective, I, I get it. Because again, the government's going to get their money back at some somehow. It may not be something we, we see visually. They're not going to say, hey, we're, we're raising your taxes because of this. Probably not going to say that. So, so I have initially mixed emotions when it comes to that. But again, I guess from a personal standpoint, provided I get that qualification that, you know, I think I'm going to get based on what they say. I'm happy, uh, but I'm really interested to see. Okay, once all this stuff happens, where we see any effects on it on society, everywhere else. Uh, I believe uh, people have to get applied by December of next year to get qualified for this. Um, I mean, obviously, you can still apply this year whenever it comes out. I believe, uh, a couple articles I saw said that it's going to be a few weeks for the application to even gets put out. My it said maybe November potentially. Um, but yeah, those are my initial thoughts. Now, Terrence, I kind of hinted earlier that there are some people that didn't like it. Have you heard or seen either personally or just in writing on on articles, why people say they aren't in favor of this besides anything I mentioned? You're muted. Jason, can you repeat that? I was saying that have you seen or heard either personally or in articles what any reasons people might have given as to why they feel like this is a bad idea? Well, most people usually say that it's a bad idea because, well, um, well, since I had to suffer, so does everybody else. That's typically the response that I see is that, well, since I had to endure this, that, and the third, everybody else got to be miserable as hell too. Um, I, I, I think my initial response to that is if an, if an American has more, buying power well ultimately they'll also have more taxable income won't they that's why I'm not buying any you know conspiracy theory because you know instead of instead of this shit going to uh, going to, uh, to, to Sally May it's It's still going somewhere. The average consumer, the average consumer might have some extra breathing room. Maybe they invest that into the stock market. I don't know. You know, every person's different. But I don't think there's going to be this earth shake earth shattering um or economy altering, you know, sort of impact. I think it's a good thing. I don't think it's going to. Anytime folks like to act like, ooh, these these people got away with something. People love to bandy about 
how that's going to change anything. I don't feel like it's going to change anything. If you first off, loan payments been on pause for hell because of COVID two years. And so a lot of folks was like, the hell do I look like paying this shit early? Because elections have consequences. And in this situation, uh, the consequence is a positive one for a lot of a lot of Americans that borrowed to get ahead. They invested, they invested to get ahead. You know? So the the other response I see, and this is just standard political fuckery anyway, is people like politicians who like to say, oh, it's preposterous that, you know, we that you that we're not expecting these loans to be paid back, ignoring the fact this is my favorite part of the student loan um uh debt reduction is that uh the white house twitter account was going at uh um politicians basically saying listen i know for a fact your ass got some loans forgiven for uh for a ppe don't 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 play don't play in my face today uh, that i enjoy that that's what you should do when you see politicians basically just trying to pander like these these people aren't nearly as uh as small gov- government as they like to l- l- let a lot of us to believe they just like government to do something else for them so well re- regarding the whole political side of that uh, one thing that um i was reminded of by an uh, insider article is that uh last year speaker of the house Nancy Pelosi stated on her own accord that Joe Biden didn't have the authority to cancel any student loan debt. So now some GOP lawmakers, 94 of them to be exact, are calling on Pelosi to stand by her actually public comments about that to go at Joe Biden and say, hey, you don't have the power to do this. Now, whether whether or not she does anything about it or says anything about it, I guess that's a good question is, does he really have the power to do this? I mean, you don't initiate something like this unless you have the power to do it. Well, well, let me put it this way. So, again, that's the political side of this. But, of course, there's the general citizen consumer side of this when it comes to people who say they don't like it. You mentioned a little bit of this. Is that one big thing people say is this doesn't help anybody who's already paid off their student loans. Like, I already paid my student loans off. What about my help? Blah, 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 blah. There's that aspect to it, which I, which I kind of get. Not that I agree, but I kind of get. Uh, some people say parents are screwed because, again, they paid their stuff off early. Uh, some people just say it's simply wrong. Some people say that it does nothing to solve the runaway cost of education in this country in the first place, which I'm not going to argue with that point at all. Um, some people stand up and say, hey, my, it's my debt. I chose to take it on. It's my problem, not the government's problem. You took the debt out. You should you should be able to take care of it yourself. Also, another kind of an addendum to that: uh, people will say that hey, or maybe you should have thought about you know not taking out or going to a college to where you knew you couldn't afford to go, and then put yourself in so much debt after you got the after you got the degree. 
Like if you if you can only afford your local community college, I'll be going to Harvard, you know, um, which is what it is. Now, coming back a little bit to the political side, some people say Joe Biden's only doing this to buy votes. You know, because he go out, he's going up for re-election at some point. So he's just doing this to buy, to buy votes, which, which if it does get called out that he doesn't have the power to do this, the fact that he tr- still tried, still can give him those votes. I don't, I don't look at, I don't look, even look at it as buying votes. I look at it as even if you if you approach this from a pragmatic perspective. The reality is, let's just say if somebody had, oh, let's just throw out a random ass number, $500 a month. If you had $500 a month in student loans, and now magically that number goes from 500 to 50. These are just random numbers I put out there. You're going to sit there and tell me that that 450 isn't going to go back into the economy somehow, some way, that somehow it's not going to make its way into and in, in be redistributed as tax dollars? I'm actually glad you brought that up because that's one point I, I did want to bring up is that not only are people getting their you know, some of their student loans debt canceled, also, uh, per the NPR article, they did mention that people will also have the opportunity to have their payments reduced more based off of their actual income. Um, and like you say, you random numbers, 500 to 50, you know, obviously that's fine. not going to happen, but I agree with you when it comes to that. You mentioned people will be able to buy houses and stuff like that. I think that's probably going to be a big part, part two. If, if your payments go from well, reality, go from 500 to, to 250, that could be a big difference there as well. So, because uh, that's a lot, that's been a complaint for a lot of people is that their payments are way higher than what they're actually able to afford based off their income. Um, I'm not going to name any names, but there was a gentleman I used to work with who um, was paying off his student loans. And I remember he was saying that his student loans payments are 800 bucks a month, but he's only making 40 grand a year. So, you know, exactly. I mean, you guys do the math. I mean, 40 grand, you know, it's, 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 I think that's above the, the median income. But eight hundred bucks a month. That's yeah. Do the math there, folks. So, so, so for example, he's in a different position now, which is probably making more money. But still, people in that same situation getting that, you know, if if they were to be able to get that cut in half, that's that's huge. Whether you're trying to buy a house or not, that's still huge. That, get, that gives you a life, you know, maybe where you're not living paycheck to paycheck anymore. So, so that's important. And and again, you know. From an individual standpoint, this is a good a good thing from an individual standpoint. Again, going back to what I was saying originally, and I'll go ahead and let it go. We can move on. I just kind of wonder what is going to be the result of this. Because, again, the government's going to get their money. $1.6 plus trillion. Dollars. If, if, they're, if that were to get cut in half. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing, dog. <laughs> you see. All right. And with that said, that concludes our our first segment on the student loan um, reduction by the Biden administration. Coming up next, we're talking about the VMAs on Cowpaw Bros. 
Hey guys, what did you think about last week's episode? The segment with Terrence talking about his road trip and going to get some barbecue. Made me think we need to start the official Cal Park Road Road Trip. Imagine Terrence, Jason, me, anybody else who wants to tag on. We go on a road trip and we go hit up the good barbecue spots all across this country. I think we should do it. That's a million dollar podcast idea. Gentlemen, let's make it happen. We can travel in the fall, winter, spring, summer. We can go all over the place. I'm down. But anyways, why don't you get this podcast rolling here? And we'll think about barbecue later. Gentlemen, let's get this podcast rolling. See ya! Welcome back to Calpar Bros. Jason and I are fresh off the segment discussing um, the Biden administration's plan to reduce student loan uh, student loan debt. Jason, we're talking about throwback student loan debt, and we're also talk- talking about throwback award shows. I haven't checked out the MT- I haven't checked out the MTV Video Music Awards probably in about five years, but because. I- I was in a position to watch it with both my sister and my mom this weekend. I was like, oh, man, we, we going in the Wayback Machine. And then when I heard, is that Avril Lavigne? <laughs> or I saw, like, wait a sec. It it didn't feel like it was 2022. It felt like it was 2008. Shit. <laughs> yeah, just like you, um, I... You mentioned that you want, might want to talk about this, and I, I actually watched the the, the awards uh, today. And you know, back in back in you know the kind of school days when we were kids, maybe in high school, I was really big into award shows, music and otherwise. And the MTV Music Awards, given to me all day. I loved them. Could wait for them. So that was back when I was at least really into music. So I was I was all about the awards. You mentioned you haven't watched them, you know, in like five years or whatever. It's probably been a solid decade, maybe even two, decade and a half, whatever, for me. So when I was watching it, it was, you know, of course, you're kind of looking back for those familiar things you're used to seeing when it comes to, you know, style, you know, you know, motif, stuff like that, you know, are the awards the same, you know. But then also, too, like you mentioned, that. I wasn't very most familiar with actual music that was, that was played as far as the music and the awards, but there were several artists whose names I actually knew, either just from listening to to you know Sirius XM radio in the car, or you know the fact that there were older artists there. I mean, the fact that the show was hosted by LL Cool J. How we know him? Eminem was there. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. You mentioned Alvar, Avril Lavigne. So so in those regards. You know, it was more familiar. So, and as a guy who hadn't watched the show in a while, and again, wasn't familiar with the music, things like that kept my attention. But again, the fact that I knew some of the artists too, that, that didn't hurt either. And even some of the people that I didn't know, it kind of enlightened me a little bit to who they are, some of their music. So I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, not bad. Not bad, you know. So that was kind of cool as well. Um not really also surprised too when it comes to who won awards and who didn't. Um, 
Now, obviously, as I mentioned, Eminem was there. He was nominated for, I think, Video of the Year or something like that. Obviously, he did win. So, of course, I thought he should have won. But but we'll get into that later. But, yeah, I, to be honest with you, I was actually pleasantly surprised how much – I don't want to say I enjoyed the show, but I want to say how I was surprised with how well it kept my interest for the entirety of the three-ish hour show. Um, yeah, so those are kind of my initial thoughts. But, yeah. Not to say I'll keep watching it again, but it's not a hard. It's not going to be a hard no like it's been the last 10, 15 years. So, yeah. Well, welcome back into the fold, Mister Ross. I I always felt like the VMAs were. It was just. It was. I mean, it was literally just fun popcorn enjoyment, and nobody got stabbed, which is important. <laughs> I didn't know that's a thing. Okay. I mean, it's it's a thing. It was a, definitely a thing at the BET Awards. Uh, no comment. Um, but yeah, I my my most it, the, the most interesting thing about it to me wasn't even like the artist. It was the cameo by Johnny Depp as the Moon Man. Yep, how surprised Be- by that. Because we haven't seen our good friend Johnny Depp since the uh, Amber Heard trial, so. Well, it was a matter of time before he got back in the fold. Now that he was revealed to not be the villain in the situation, so and here we are, you know, him him on the MTV Awards, back in the fold. People were kind of cheering that a little bit. I, I was at it was at a point where I was kind of halfway paying attention. I was doing something else, and I heard his voice. I'm like, "That Johnny Depp," and I look up and see he's the Moon Man. So I, yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, also, Lizzo's um, acceptance speech was was another thing. Uh, she had been in the news recently when it comes to people trying to body shame her, of course. And uh, no matter what your opinion is on that, uh, I felt her uh, speech was very good when it comes to you know basically saying, "Hey, I'm still winning." For her words, "I'm still winning, ho." So, yeah. So you know what I mean? Again. Right. I mean, so no, matter what, no matter what you say about her body or whatnot, the fact I will say to her is that the fact that she is confident in her skin, I think a lot of people respect that because there were Lizzo chants when she was up on stage. So people actually like and respect her, you know, whether it be for the music or otherwise. So I will say kudos to her for that. Um, that's that's one another thing that's kind of stood out to me was that um, also <laughs> Yeah, another thing that stood out, of course, is kind of in a way the same thing, but it seemed to be a good mix of people and celebrities and stars who didn't have that stereotypical Hollywood body. They're a little curvier, whether they're surgically enhanced or otherwise, i.e. Nicki Minaj, BB uh, Rexa also as well. So, and yes, I actually know who that is, by the way. So, um, but yeah, definitely, like I said, Good show, lots of good things to keep my attention, whether it be the music, the the motif, the cameos, the 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 presenters, what have you. Um yeah. But I definitely see the change when it comes to music from, you know, far as stars and whatnot from way back when. The fact that K pop was so heavily featured on the show. I think back when we were really big watching the watching the award shows back in the day, it was more like a British invasion in a way. Not to steal a term from the from the Beatles. But when it comes to all the art, artists that came over from like Ireland and England, now it's people, you know, artists from Korea. 
So uh, what was that? I think Blackpink. I'm like, initially I was like, who the hell is this? But I know was- some of this stuff. I know some of this K-pop shit. Um, I, I'll admit it. Like, I think it's completely like oversaturated now. Like, in, in two years, I feel like we're gonna be over it, or at least I hope we're gonna be over it. Well, put that akin to like boy bands from back in the day. Obviously, See, I was were... gonna go with. I was gonna go with. It, it's gonna be over in two years, like when Jay Z said death, death, death to, uh, to auto tune. <laughs> that that too, that too. Um, I mean, I know a lot of K-pop is really girl band, boy band, kind of heavy. And even like I said back in the days of NSYNC and Backstreet, who obviously they're well, at least Backstreet's still doing a thing. But when they're yeah. at the height of their popularity, Backstreet's back, all right. You got it in there. Congrats. But uh, <laughs> but but yeah, but they even they had their height of popularity, but eventually that went away. Probably because some people decided to go solo, what have you, or just you know those kids got older, rather the fans got older and weren't spending as much money on, on concerts. So the, the K-pop thing may have its own shelf life, but you know what? The fact that it's so popular now to me is still so amazing. Um, again, not that I'm a fan of it or anything, but I respect the hustle. We'll say of all those artists, the fact that they're so huge that they made it big in this country. Yeah, anytime you're an artist from another country. It's not the United States. You can make it big in the United States. I'd say you you, you made it. You made it. It's one thing to be huge in Canada or Korea or China or wherever you're, where, wherever you're at, Australia. But if you can make it big here and have some sort of success and sustaining power, kudos to Shut up. Shut up. I see that grin on your face. Shut up. <laughs> you don't even know what I'm grinning about, though. <laughs> it don't matter. But, but yeah, but kudos to, to those artists again. Whether I know who you are or not, doesn't matter. Kudos to you. Now, what were you grinning about then? Oh, I, yeah, I tuned out about the whole K pop uh, trajectory because I'm done with it. No, no, I was listening to you, but I was also scanning uh, for more Aries Spears fun because I do find it fascinating. Um, Dog, like, it's not even going to work out well for him. Like, there isn't... The, the only thing that's going to happen with the Aries Spears Lizzo beef is that it's going to result in people discovering that Aries Spears got his ass whooped in 2017. Talk to talking shit to somebody on on, on a radio show. Then, um, and and the re- only reason I know about it because you know, tw- Twitter never fails. And uh, as soon as soon as I saw Ari Spears being exceptionally ignorant, and I and I know Ari Spears is a comedian. I get it. And listen. Which we cl- clearly he's not going to be canceled. He's just going to be he's going to be slight. He's going to be lightly doxed uh, this week, you know. And he's gonna he's gonna have a lot of people in general, you know, go at him about his looks. 
But turnabout's fair play. Like, you can't say somebody looks like the poop emoji and then not expect um, the people to come from the rafters for you, for the mob. So I feel like he knew what he was doing. Um, <laughs> and I hope, I hope it was worth it. <laughs> Well, well, again, I'm not obviously not in Aries Spears' head or anything, but you know, I'm sure he's, he knows he's not going to get fully canceled because not. I mean, even, I mean, even Dave Chappelle didn't get canceled, he didn't, and Dave Chappelle made fun of uh, like a protected class of people. Uh, no offense to Lizzo, but yeah, so he, he's not going to get canceled. All it does is get himself attention, whether it be negative or not, because as much backlash as he might have gotten, there are people that, that, that agree with him. So if that'd be the case, they're still gonna go out and buy a ticket to his shows. He's still gonna be performing. No one's gonna take him off the the the, the schedule. Even if it is for a week. He'll be fine. He ain't going broke. He's good. It's about picking and choosing your battles, Terrence. But now he got some attention. He's he'll be good. But um but yeah, man, getting back to the award show. Um, again, just want to point out, say, actually, you know, again, it maintained my attention. Would I give it a chance next year? Like, like, if, like if Terrence came to me uh, in 2023, this time of year, and said, hey, that's why it's the 2023 VMAs and talk about it for the show. I probably would not fight him on it. I fight Terrence a lot on a lot of topics you might want to talk about, including this for this week. I mean, the, one, the, the ones in the show this this week, we agreed upon. But there was a couple that he wanted to talk about. I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. So if, if you brought this up next year, I would not fight him on it. I would actually consider watching it, and I might actually enjoy it. All right. A little bit more about Aries Spears. Because to me, okay, it, clearly the – You know, he had something to say about Lizzo, but he went. For, he took it a step further. Um, and I'm just referencing this Yahoo News article. He says he bashed women in general, calling them hypocrites. You know what kills me about women is the hypocrisy and the contradiction. He said, if you really gave a fuck, why wouldn't you go, black girl? We love your confidence, boo-boo, but this ain't it. This ain't it. I, I mean, I know that motherfucker wouldn't respond well. If if somebody tried to do that shit to him in the booth <laughs> on on that show he appeared on, that's 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 why he's getting flamed. That's why he's getting flamed because you know he, he does not give a fuck about whether or not Lizzo is healthy or not. He just mad <laughs> because she was out there shaking her ass. Um. And I'm well, not even saying, and I'm not even saying that performance was good by Lizzo. I'm saying, as a as a proud ambassador um, and believer in the fat dude confidence Hall of Fame, <laughs> shout out to Ricky Rose, <laughs> uh, Tony Soprano, shit, um, like it's a victimless crime. Like, just shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Like he could have just sat there and ate his fucking food. <laughs> Pun intended. 
Well, again, so I think it's the case, really the case of the messenger, to be honest with you, because I mean, because there have been other people that say stuff about Lizzo, including fitness. Uh, I don't say experts or fitness influencers or whatever. Uh, Jillian Michaels, I remember some time ago, said the same thing. You know, when it comes to yeah, be you can be body positive, but let's not fool anybody here when it comes to like certain health, blah 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 blah. But yeah, this is one thing she said, and I'm not sure if she got any backlash from that. I'm sure somebody said something, but. Yeah, that's not Ari Spears. No disrespect to him. He's a funny guy. But when you look at him, not really the picture of, of clean health either. You know what I mean? But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Okay, I'll, I'll meet you halfway because what that's what we do here on Calvert Bros. Everything's a fucking compromise. I'll sure. meet you halfway. Sure. Is part of it the messenger? Yes. Is part of it also the the message? A little bit. A little bit. Okay, I don't want to go too much into this, bro, because I feel like this is like a segment on its own. Not tonight, yeah. though. <laughs> no, no, not tonight. Not tonight. Maybe for the next episode, maybe. But yeah, let's not go too hard into that because that that I think that definitely is own segment worthy. But but I definitely hear you when it comes to yeah, messenger, pilot, partly message, maybe. Okay, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, I. I re- so one thing I will say about the Lizzo performance is that like I I just observe like how how why you ain't got no background dances? <laughs> I have to say she probably didn't need them. So I uh, that's that's well, that's, not, not, that's not, debatable. Not because of the dancing, not because of that. But what I'm saying is. What, like, what's the purpose of a backup dancer or a backup singer, right? What's really the point? And for for Lizzo and all her glory, not, not trying to be funny, but all her glory, does she really need backup dancers or singers? Again, not 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 referencing the dancing. I'm referencing the part of the benefit or the point of backup dancers and singers. Not sure she really needed it. So, um, I mean, I know Outcast. The, the the way you move would have been different different without backup dancers. Just saying. Well, again, I'm not talking about. Anybody else? Talk about Lizzo. Yeah, that, I'm telling you that was something that I observed, and you know, I like Lizzo as an artist. I don't love her as an artist. I'm not a hater, but I'm not President L. L- no, you are L- a hater. Just not of Lizzo. I don't think I'm a hater. I'm yeah. a lover, not a fighter. You, okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think. It it was entertaining, um, and if nothing else, it's like okay. I do have to share this little aside. Having watched it with 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 uh, my mom and my sister, it's funny. Um, yes. So I am going to challenge you to guess the artist when my mother said this. That man is feminine as hell. Lil Nas X. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Did you have to explain to her why that might be? No, no. I I mean, clearly my mother does not have a problem with this sort of thing. She just she just said it and delivered it in such a way that I that I thought was hilarious. Um and, and it definitely added to to the to the uh, VMAs as an event. 
<laughs> I was like, tell, what was your first guess when he when he had his ass out? <laughs> Hashtag ass out. Oh my god! All right. Well, that concludes our segment on the 2022 VMAs. Coming up next, we're gonna be talking about school districts being in the paddling kids on Cowpart Bros. Welcome back to Calpar Bros. Jason and I are fresh off the segment discussing the MTV VMAs. I guess Florida's going to have to take the week off, Jason, because Missouri, you're up, slugger. <laughs> um, Jason, J- Jason wanted to talk about this um, earlier, and I thought it was fascinating. Apparently, there is a school district in Missouri, Cassville School District. They don't want their, uh, their students suspended. Uh, they want an option to actually bring back paddling. Yes, that version of paddling as like corporal 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 punishment. Um, if students don't respond to other methods of discipline, now this may come as a shock, but not just this school district, but several school districts don't use corporal punishment. And so for two decades, um, haven't done anything like this. Jason, I'm curious. How the hell do you just decide to opt into ass whoopings all of a sudden? <laughs> so, so the school district in particular is uh, Cassville in Missouri, which, for those of you who don't know, is a little way south of Springfield, Missouri, and just a little bit west of Branson, Missouri. So, kind of that Ozark area, you know. Uh, I used to live in Springfield, Missouri, and I will say that it's a very red area, if you know what I mean. Um, and I guess it's going to be even more red when, when students are starting their asses paddled. So, um, but, but anyway, so according to a New York Times article about this is that the superintendent mentioned that the reason why this became a thing is because many of the parents in the area actually requested this to be an option. So... That's how this school district on their own has decided that we're going to bring this and institute this. Now, it is something also the principal of, the, of, of certain schools said, hey, we're, we're okay with this happening. Uh, now, I did kind of wonder myself, how is this going to be instituted when it comes to who's going to do the paddling? You know, is it like an on-the-spot thing? Is it going to be like a, like a, like a ramp-up kind of thing? Like first you get a warning, write-up, and then paddling, whatever. Uh, so apparently... It is something that's going to be administered not by teachers in general, more so school administrator or administrators. Um, but then I also kind of 
Now, there's a thing in there that kind of mentions the possible governing of how hard somebody's supposed to get hit. But that was kind of one thing I mentioned to you, my a concern, like, okay, so they're going to do this. Who, who's to say how hard the, the teacher or principal now that we know is actually, can actually swat, you know, somebody. Uh, I mean, so that's why I kind of wonder, are parents okay with that part of it? Like, hey, my, my kid can't sit down for the, for the next three days because he got paddled. Is that, are they, they going to be okay with that? So, yeah, I just find this quite interesting from multiple perspectives, particularly that parents were okay with this. And I can go more into feedback about that. But also to my discovery here, I'm going to throw it back to you, that apparently, including Missouri, there's 19 states in the country, mostly in the South, where paddling or corporal punishment actually is still legal and on the books. Because the Supreme Court back in the day decided, just like with Roe versus Wade, that it's up to the states to decide what they want to do for their state. And 19 states decided that we're going to allow corporal punishment if a school or district wants to do that. So your thoughts on that, sir? Um, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that a lot of states in the South still had that on the books. I, I, this is just my suspicion that it's on the books, but I don't know how like common it is that it's applied as on the books. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's a lot of obscure laws and in states, for example, I just feel like that's that's if you have all these damn people complaining about taking away prayer in schools, you best believe they took away they took away ass whoopings. Come on now. How well, prevalent is paddling other than this random ass middle of the Ozark school district? Okay, so I can give you some some insight into that. Um there's unfortunately not any recent data when it comes to the recent COVID years. Obviously, but uh, the last report of federal data reported, federal data reported uh, for the 2017-2018 school year was that about 70,000 public school children were subjected to corporal punishment in the 17-18 school year. Uh, nearly 4,000 schools reported using corporal punishment during that school year. So, again, we can probably look up more information to see what percentage that is when it comes to the 70,000 school children and 4,000 schools, which may be a small number. But that gives you a little bit of insight in that question you're asking about how many schools, districts, or kids are, are subject to this. And there's your answer. So, but also, again, if we're only talking about 19 states doing this, divided up by not, not the kids in the entire nation, but the number of kids in schools and districts in just those 19 states. And then, they, then you have your answer. Yeah, I, I, that is somewhat helpful. Um it just seems so such like a foreign concept to me. Like a lot of these parents nowadays, and I'm not even advocating for corporal punishment in in schools. So before you before before you send hate mail, just relax. Uh, I mean, y'all wearing the red shirt, so I don't know. Yeah, I like we've done such a bang up job of undermining undermining teachers and administrators in general in the first damn place. I can't imagine like I I can't imagine parents being okay with their children being paddled unless 
they <laughs> they want they want someone to get a head start on this. Like <laughs> like I'm gonna address some sort of you know behavioral issue um, afterwards. Any anyway is I'm thinking from the perspective of some parent that would be okay with this. So that leads me to a question I was going to ask you, which I think you basically already answered it. So you personally, now obviously your child is, you know, beyond, you know, this. She'll be heading to college soon or probably already started. Would you be okay with this for your child? Not to say your child would ever get to the point of needing to be paddled in the first place, but would you be somebody, a parent says, okay to this? If, if, if the school district were to ask you specifically, Terrence Brown? I would not be okay with someone else putting hands on my kid like that. Uh, teacher or no teacher. I mean. And the article actually calls this out. It's like, okay, what are other alternatives other than just break, 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 cracking the whip, right? And yeah, I get it. You got kids. Is that a slavery joke that you're internalizing? No, I think you were internalizing, which is why I have to stop and say something. So No, no. <laughs> no, I think... So they're, they're anti-suspension, but they're pro-ass-whooping, but... You know, the article even mentions, like, what counseling services are available. Well, I mean, again, you know, like I mentioned before, the paddling thing is, is, is a, a last-ditch effort, for lack of a better term. There's a different term they use, but that's basically what they mean. I, they're not, again, they're not paddling kids for the first offense. They're, they're not doing that. It would take a kid doing something pretty heinous or continually doing something bad for them to get to the point where a principal says, you know what? I got to get the paddle. I got to get on old Woody. But, um, so, so again, yeah, as weird as it sounds about paddling, again, I just, yeah, it's not going to be the first thing they go to. This shouldn't be. And I guess that's where some stuff's going to be mine. I, I would have to imagine, and I, and I don't know, that's, it has to be some sort of registry. I don't know. It says, hey, on this date and date, I, I gave the paddle to so-and-so. There, there has to be, you know, because it's, that's, it's, that's pretty serious. Whether it's allowed to stay around, that's pretty serious to take a paddle to somebody's, to, to a student. So it has to be some type of registry that says, hey, I this happened. Not, not I mean, Really, just for a liability standpoint. A registry? You like me, like a baby registry? <laughs> if you want to, if that's how you want to put it, okay. But the point is, yeah, something that says, hey, because like I said, liability standpoint, you know what I mean? The last thing I'm sure the school wants is something to happen to say, hey, you know, you, you, you paddled my kid and then this happened, blah, 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 blah. Well, no, you didn't. Well, I said you did, you know. So I have to imagine there has to be some type of regulation by the state. I could be wrong because the article probably doesn't mention it. But I have to imagine there'd be some type of regulation for the school. If I, even if it's not regulated by the district, I would still want that because, again, some documentation of this is what happened and when it happened. You know, 
because this does scream lawsuit waiting to happen, in my opinion. Now, parents giving their okay may take some of that away. But again, like I said, it seems kind of arbitrary, arbitrary to decide, okay, by the individual, say the principal, of how hard you're going to hit somebody. You know, because 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 there's really no measure to say, hey, you know, you can hit somebody this hard. You know, yeah. So I feel like that's going to be the biggest issue coming out of this is how hard somebody gets hit. I think the biggest issue is going to be, I mean, to your point, documenting this, this is why they said, um, and they in this case would be the school district, is that they have to be, you effectively have to have someone meeting out this punishment and then someone else actually there present that's certified. Certified in what? (laughs) That's an excellent question, Jason. I have no idea. Certified panel expert? Certified NAS weapons. I don't know. I... Jason, it's all bizarre to me. It's a very bizarre article. Certified I, ass. I think there's probably some correlation between places that tend to lean on corporal punishment and places that seem to not have any sort of structure for, you know, counseling services or things like that. That's just a hunch I have, but these 19 states you mentioned, I'm willing to bet they probably don't invest a lot on social services when it comes to stuff like this. Maybe, maybe not. I maybe will not actually agree with you. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, again, they mentioned they're in the South, mostly in the South, but... Uh, I tried to find a list of like, actual schools just to make sure. Uh, but yeah, they, oh, hey, look at that. Apparently, Indiana's one of them, apparently. So. Well, Indiana is desperately <laughs> trying to be a southern state. If, if this is correct, which I, I, I shudder to make sure, but this is correct Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Mexico, Carolina, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Texas, and Tennessee. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I it 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 doesn't even sound good on paper. It just I just had a million more questions. I had as many questions before we we brought it up as a potential topic as as I do after we've now talked about it. Because I'm just like, you You hit the nail on the head. Like, certified by who? Well, that's, what, well, that's another point. Is there going to be cert- any certification at all for this process? Was it just up to the principal or, or whoever's dictated at the school to administer that punishment? Yeah. But I, do agree, I, but I, do, but I do agree with you. That's actually a good point. There probably would have to be a second person witness, we'll say. And honestly, probably probably have to be two witnesses, I have to imagine. Um. But yeah, yeah, you really couldn't just have the, the principal in the room with the student. Just, just, I mean, and that may be, that may be what happens. But even that sound that that sounds like a horrible idea for all parties involved. 
Yeah. I'm I'm not, I'm not enthused by this plan. I feel like it's intentionally vague. Um I'm willing to bet that they're probably and the whole oh, we're opting we people were allowed to opt into it. Like okay. I just because you can opt into something doesn't make it good. <laughs> it's like don't worry. Don't worry. I I opted into the hazing process. It's totally fine. Now, devil's advocate, real quick, we can go in on this if you want to. If you're a student in that school district, is that going to encourage you to not be messing up too much because you don't want to get tired at school? Let's put that out there. Again, you got to answer that. Let's put that out there. I think, I think that's a great question for that school district. <laughs> and I would love to know when elections come up. <laughs> All right. That concludes our paddling, uh, posturing segments. And with that, we'll wrap up the show. For listening to the Calpart Bros podcast with your host Terrence and Jason. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave us a rating and review. Five stars as always are appreciated. You can always send the show feedback or show topics at calpartbros at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at calpartbros.com. You can also reach us old school at CPB voicemail, 405-877-2767. That's 405-877-BROS. Who knows? Your message could end up on a future episode of this here podcast. Jason, final thoughts for the people. Hey, man, final thoughts. Doing stuff different again. Talking about VMAs. Talking about paddling that ass. And um, we did. And, of course, the student loan forgiveness plan that is. So, folks, hopefully you enjoyed that. We definitely enjoyed talking about that. If you did, we appreciate that. Remember, we do drop our audio episodes every Thursday, CalpartBros.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. And, again, as of right now, we still drop our video segments every Monday to Facebook and YouTube. Check it out. Episode 71, which was posted yesterday, it's there. I promise you, check it out. Folks, we always say this every week, but it really is true. We can tell that you're being very good Cowboy Bros stalkers and Cowboy Bros nerds. We appreciate that. You are part of the Cowboy Bros fam. And we want you to stay part of that fam. There's, there's some things you got to do for us to make sure you stay part of that. Remember, because of all things Cowboy Bros, make sure you like us, love us, share us, and follow us. Because if you like us, why wouldn't you? That's right. With that said, this is Cowboy Bros. Signing off. Peace out, y'all.
like us, love us, share us, follow us. And if you like us, why wouldn't you?